0: Welcome to the TVA Devotions Podcast. We want you to be encouraged by the Word of God, whether this is your first or your 50th time to listen. We hope we add value to you through God's Word today. Hi, my name is Justin D. I'm the co-founder of the Volley Academy, And more importantly, I'm a follower of Jesus Christ. I find so often that I'm out recruiting uh, club volleyball tournaments on the weekends on Fridays and Saturdays and Sundays and Mondays. And I see so many people and so many players and so many families that are missing their church group and their meeting time of, uh, being encouraged through the word of God and, uh, which led me uh, to develop these devotions. Uh, these are, I am not a, a preacher. Uh, I'm just a follower of Christ. Um, I went to Liberty University, uh, but I did not go to uh, a school of the ministry. Um, I didn't go to seminary, uh, but I just believe that God has called me uh, to share his word. And for me, it's to add value to you. So I pray that you would uh, listen to these uh, words. I pray that you would open your hearts. Um, I pray that it would not be me speaking, but God speaking through me. To you. So I pray that you enjoy these. Um, Good luck this weekend in your tournament if you're heading to a tournament. Uh, But we'd like just to try to do this every week uh, so that you guys have the word of God in your ears um, as you're at these club volleyball tournaments. Enjoy and God bless. Well, hey guys, what's been going on? (laughs) Has anything happened since the last time we talked? Anything at all? What's it been since uh, about June or? May of last year. It's been about a year. Is there anything happened in 2020 that I should be made aware of? Has <laughs> anything happened in your life in the last year that has gotten you down? It's weight on your shoulders. Is there anything happened in your life right now that has got you down or is weighing on your shoulders? I don't know if you need this or not. I don't know if this is any good. I don't know if anybody's going to listen to this, but one of the therapeutic things for me in my life is when I'm struggling with something is to do something like this, is to read through the word out of God and to, to share what I'm feeling with you and with others. And again, it might not be anybody that listens to this, but if you're listening to this, understand I'm going through it too. And God laid this on my heart for me to see past what I am in to what he has for me. I'm a child of God. I am more than a conqueror. Let's pray. God, thank you so much for all that you do in our lives. Lord, I thank you so much that you didn't stop and when in your word you said, for the wages of sin is death. But you tell us the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus, our Lord. I'm so thankful that you didn't stop for you when you said, in this world, you will have troubles. You went on to say, but take heart, I have overcome the world. And Lord, I pray right now that we understand those things. That Lord, no matter what's in our rearview mirror, Lord. You're showing us what's outside of our windshield. Help us as we move forward. Helps to understand, and Lord, more than anything, I pray that you would speak through me, that it's not my words, but your words through my mouth, in Jesus' name. You know, I've been studying some words a little bit, and one that kind of just comes to me a little bit, and it it reminds me of, of what, I don't know, what I'm going through, um, maybe what you've gone through, maybe what you're going through right now. And uh, there's these four letters, V-I-C-T, Vict. It's a root word for a lot of different things. (laughs) Um, I took Latin, so I know it's Victus and uh, Victi and and all those other things. Um, And its basis is in the realm of basically getting out. I mean, we talk about evicting, we talk about... um, just different types of things for it, but the the two words that I want to kind of relate today, and I think it's in our lives today, and uh, I think the two words that I would like to use over the past year, and maybe over the past month, and for me the past week or the past month myself, um, is the word victim. And a lot of times we take that V I C T, and we see that word victim, and then there's another word that I want to relate to it as well, and it's the word victor. V-I-C-T-O-R and V-I-C-T-I-M. And the relationship between those two words is they're so closely in contact, they share 60% or over 60%, Sorry, I am a math major, so it's two out of three, 66.7% if we round up, they share almost the exact same root, but they have totally different meanings. And so for me, I'm like, holy cow, what in the world is going on? How do we get between these two words? How do these two words mean two totally separate things because they change two letters? And then I want to say, well, let's take a look at those two letters. And the two letters that, I'm, that we're dealing with is the, is the letters I M, and the letters O-R. So we sit there and we take a look at, at, at I am first. Let's go ahead and take a look at the word victim. The word victim means that, that you are basically, you are not in control of your life. That things are taking, I don't have the Webster edition in front of me. I apologize about that. But basically when you say that you're a victim, somebody has hurt you and you are staying in that hurt. You're staying underneath that burden. You're staying defeated. And if you take a look at those two letters, I am, it really relates to something selfish in your life and in my life, too. So I'm not saying it to you. God's speaking to me in the midst of speaking to you. God is saying that, you know, when we say the word victim and we say I am or I'm, we are relating to selfish desires. We are looking to ourselves and we're looking for people to relate to us, for us to get those crying little things on social media, for us to get those likes, for us to get those, oh, I'm praying for you. And we're looking inwardly and we're looking for people to come and ha- come to our aid. And I'm not saying that that's not good. I think that we do need people in our life that pray for us. We talk about it in Philippians four before that, you know, we are to in all things be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and petition, that word petition means to ask others to pray for you by prayer and petition with thanksgiving to present your request to God and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding and guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. So I'm not asking you to, to ask people to pray for you. I'm just asking you not to rely on those people to pray for you, for your strength. Because when we say victim, we stay in this mode of of being underneath this weight. We stay in this mode of defeated life. We stay in this mode of, I can't do it. And we live and I can't. We live and I can't. We live and I can't. And I've been there. And to be honest with you, I've been there this week. I've been there this month. I've been there this year. And when I sit in that in that moment and I sit in that place where I say I can't. God tells me, no, are you crazy, Justin. He doesn't call me Coach D, I'm sorry. <laughs> he says you can. He says, I want you to understand something. I want to show you something. I want you to change those last two letters. I want you to change those last two letters from victim to victor. I want you to be a victor. And those last two letters, O-R says or, and or says we have a choice. And what God showed me and I want to show you today is you have a choice. You don't need to be a victim. You have a choice. You can be a victor. God has told you that you have everything, that you are more than a conqueror. And I look at that, that, that passage and I, I typed it into my, 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 my Bible, my Bible on my phone. I looked it up in my Bible and it's in Romans eight. And it says, no, Romans eight thirty seven says no. And all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. And I was like, more than conquerors. I can stand on that. I am a victor. And then I, you know, if you're like me, my, my my youth pastor and my pastor, whenever I grew up in Winter Garden, used to always tell me what's the therefore, therefore, (laughs) you know, it says no in all these things. And it got me thinking, what is, what are all these things? So I said, all right, well, let me, let me move back through the Bible and let me move back through. And what are they actually talking about? And you can read through Romans. I love Romans. Romans chapter 16 or Romans. Romans 8 is actually just not Romans chapter 16. I was thinking the Acts chapter 16. But Romans 8 is a pretty amazing chapter. And what I want to do is I want to I want to read it to you because this is where God led me. And this is where God left me. And I've been studying this. We went over it as a worship Wednesday with our team. I believe it was two weeks ago, a week ago, nine days ago, we did a worship Wednesday in this chapter this chapter has been in my life, and this chapter has been on my heart, and this chapter I want to give to you. So I got it written out on some papers right now, and I just want to read it to you real quick. We're going to start in Romans 8. If you want to follow along, go ahead. If not, I'm reading verbatim from the NIV. So just listen. Therefore, there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, because through Christ Jesus, the law of the Spirit who gives life has set you free from the law of sin and death. For what the law was powerless to do because it was weakened by the flesh, God did by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh to be the sin offering. And so he condemned the sin in the flesh in order that the righteous requirement of the law might be fully met in us who do not live according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. Those who live according to the flesh have their mind set on what the flesh desires. I'll stop here and say victim but those who live according to the Spirit have their minds set on what the Spirit desires. I'll stop here and say victor. The mind governed by the flesh is death, but the mind governed by the Spirit is life and peace. The mind governed by the flesh is hostile to God. It does not submit to God's law, nor can it do so. Those who are in the realm of the flesh cannot please God. That hurts. That's big. You, however are not in the realm of the flesh, but you are in the realm of the spirit. If indeed the spirit of God lives in you, if you know Christ and Christ is in your life, that I'm stopping here, sorry. I'll put a stop and tell you whenever I talk myself and it's not God's word, but I believe it's God's word through me. God lives in you if you have accepted him in your life. If you believe in him and you worship him, he is inside you. And so it says, if anyone does not have the spirit of Christ, they do not belong to Christ. But if the if Christ is in you, then even through your body, even though your body is subject to death because of sin, the spirit gives life because of righteousness. And if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead is living inside of you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies because of his spirit who lives in you. Let me help you understand. Stop. I'll stop. Let me help you understand something right here. If you have Jesus Christ, if you believe in Jesus Christ, this paragraph in in verse 9 through 11 says that if Christ is in you, God can raise you from the dead. If he can raise you from the dead, he can raise you from this weight that is upon you. If there's a weight upon you and you feel like a victim, I want you to understand you're a victor. Not because of what is on you, but because of what is in you. Christ is in you and he gives you the spirit because of righteousness. He gives you life. Let me go on in verse 12. Therefore, brothers and sisters, we have an obligation, but it is not to the flesh to live according to it. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if the spirit you put to death for it, sorry, but if by the spirit you put to death the misdeeds of the body, you will live. For those who are led by the spirit of God are the children of God. Praise God. The spirit you receive does not make you slaves that so you, you live in fear again. Man, that can whew, stop for a second. That can preach right there. The spirit you received does not make you slaves so that you live in fear again. Rather, the spirit you received brought about your adoption to sonship. And by him we cry, Abba, Father. Stop for a second. Abba, Father means daddy, daddy. It means, God, I I need you right now. I can't handle it on my own. I'm under the weight of this burden that's on my life. I'm anxious. I'm lonely. I need you, oh, Abba, Father, Daddy, Daddy. And by him we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. Now, if we are children, then we are heirs, heirs of God and co-heirs with Jesus Christ. If indeed we share in his sufferings in order that we may also share in his glory. Verse 18 goes on to say, I consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. Stop for a second. It's time. It's time. Let's read that again. I consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. What you have on your shoulders, what you have on your chest, what you have bearing down on you in your life right now that you feel like you're a victim will not even be compared to what God is going to be revealed through you. And I pray that he's revealing it right now. I pray that he's coming through right now. I pray that he's lifting the weight off of you and helping you to understand that you are a son or a daughter of God. You are a victor. It's your choice. And God will reveal that in you. Verse 19 says, for the creation waits in eager expectation for the children of God to be revealed. For the creation was subjected to frustration, not by its own choice, but by the will of the one who subjected it in hope that the creation itself would be liberated from its bondage to decay. And brought into the freedom and glory of the children of God. Please understand where we're heading right now. Take the rearview mirror and throw it in the trash. Look through the windshield. It's coming, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. You are a victor. Verse 22 We know that the whole creation has been groaning, as in the pains of childbirth, right up to the present time. Whoa, whoa. Not only so, but we ourselves. You are the first, first fruits of the spirit, grown inwardly as we wait eagerly for our adoption to sonship, the redemption of our bodies. For in this hope we are saved. But hope that is seen is no hope that, uh, at all. But hopes, who hopes for what they already have? But if we hope for what we do not yet have, we wait for it patiently. Stop there for a second. Love is patient. Love is kind. Verse 26, in the same way, the spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray for. Wow. But the spirit himself intercedes for us through wordless groans. And he who searches our hearts knows the mind of the spirit. Because the spirit intercedes for God's people in accordance to the will of God. Here's the big one. Y'all know it well. Romans 8.28 says, And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. What you're going through now, I'm going to stop. What you're going through now God knows and God is working for good. We talked about it a million times. Find the good. It's out in front of you right now. It's not on top of you. It's out in front of you. Rise up. Through your groans, the Spirit himself is translating those groans into prayers for you to help you to become a victor. Verse 29, For those God foreknew who he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. For those he predestined, he also called. For those he called, he also justified. Those he justified, he also glorified. God is resurrecting you right now. He is glorifying you right now. And the weight that's on your chest, the things that you're going through right now that you feel like you're a victim because the weight is overwhelming. I want to tell you right now, he is pulling you up from that and you are alive in him. He is resurrecting you and you are more than a conqueror. You are a victor. Verse 31 says, what then shall we say in response to these things? If God is for us, who, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us. He will not also along with him graciously give you all things. Who will bring any charge against those whom God has chosen? It is God who justifies. Who then is the one who condemns? Nobody, nobody, nobody. Christ Jesus who died more than that, who was raised to life, was resurrected is at the right hand of God and is also interceding for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? I'm going to stray off a little bit. Or financial hardship or loneliness or injury or not playing time or being away from family or struggles at work or things that are going on in life that you have no control over, but you do. If this weight that's upon you, shall that take you away from God? If everything that is taking you away from God that you feel is just overwhelming right now, what shall separate us? Verse 36 says, as it is written, for your sake we face death all day long. We are considered as sheep to be slaughtered. Stop there for a second. It's going to doom right now. What can separate us? You're thinking that all these things can separate you. The things that you're going through right now, whatever that may be, you're thinking that whatever it is that's on your shoulders right now can separate you from God. And verse 37 through 39 is about to knock you on your butt. And I want to knock you on your butt. You're not a victim. You're not a victim. You're not a victim, but you need to choose to be a victor. Verse 37 says, no. In all these things, we are more than conquerors. I'm going to say it again. No. In all these things, we are more than conquerors. Through him who loved us. For I am convinced, and God has convinced me of this, for I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present, the past, I put that in the past, nor the future, nor any powers, nor neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all of creation, nor whatever you're going through. I added that too. will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. That's the whole That's the whole chapter. I'm stopping there with the chapter. God's word ends there, but it doesn't end with you. He is working to tell you that no matter what you're going through, you are more than a conqueror. You are a victor. And in your life, he is resurrecting you out of victim to victor. He is taking you from death to life, you are no longer a slave to what's on your shoulders. You are no longer a slave to what is oppressing you and pressing you down. You are no longer a slave. You are free because he is resurrecting you. That word resurrecting reminds me of Psalm. And if you know me, I love to bring in songs. So I want you to read this. I want you to listen to this. And then I want you to go listen to the song. The song is Resurrecting by Elevation Worship. You probably have heard it before. You probably are singing it to yourself right now. But the song is Resurrecting by Elevation Worship. Do me a favor and promise me. Take about five to seven minutes after this thing is over and look it up on whatever you have look it up on YouTube pay the 4 seconds or 5 seconds for the ad and listen to it cuz God is wanting to do that in your life today here's the verses here's the here's the lyrics the head that once was crowned with thorns is crowned with glory now the savior knelt to wash our feet now at his feet we bow The one who wore our sin and our shame now robed in majesty. The radiance of perfect love now shines for all to see. Your name, your name is victory. All praise will rise to Christ our King. Your name, your name is victory. All praise will rise to Christ our King. The fear that held us now gives way to him who is our peace. His final breath upon the cross is now alive in me. Your name, your name is victory. All praise will rise to Christ our King. Your name, your name is victory. All praise will rise to Christ our King. By your spirit, I will rise from the ashes of defeat. The resurrected King is resurrecting me and he's resurrecting you. In your name, I come alive to declare your victory. The resurrected King is resurrecting me. And it says it again, by your spirit, I will rise from the ashes of defeat. The resurrected King is resurrecting me. In your name, I come alive to declare your victory. I'm a victor. The resurrected King is resurrecting me. The tomb where soldiers watched in vain was borrowed for three days, amen. His body there would not remain. Our God has robbed the grave. Can you hear it right now? Our God has robbed the grave. Your name, your name is victory. All praise will rise to Christ our King. Your name, your name is victory. All praise will rise. Christ our King by your spirit I will rise from the ashes of defeat you resurrected King you've resurrected me in your name I come alive to declare your victory the resurrected King is resurrecting you I pray today that you walk out knowing that you no longer need to be a victim that God has arisen, He is risen. And the power that he possesses in him through his son is bestowed upon you that are in Christ Jesus. If you don't know Jesus Christ and you don't know that power, please, all you gotta say is, Jesus, come into me now. I need power because I'm a victim. And you will become a victor. Those of you that are in Christ Jesus that are playing the victim card. Realize that you are a victor. God is resurrecting you in this moment. The resurrected King is resurrecting you. In your name I come alive to declare your victory. The resurrected King is resurrecting me. Praise God, he's resurrecting you. Thank you for listening. May God bestow his words and continue to work it through in your life and bless you today. If you're playing volleyball, good luck. A safe trip home, please go listen to that song right now. God, you're alive in me. I am no longer a slave. I'm free because of your power. The weight that's on my shoulders, I lay at your cross. And I walk away as a conqueror. Lord, I walk away as more than a conqueror. I walk away as a victor because through you, I am victorious. In your name, I come alive to declare your victory in my life. The resurrected King has resurrected us today. Thank you, Jesus. Amen.